0: welcome to as you were a podcast about alkaline trio where every week we talk about one alkaline trio song and this week it's pale blue ribbon
1: question for you tim yes david and tim crisp of as you were and better yet and where do to the skeleton coast and uh you got anything else going on that I don't know
0: about? Uh, Nothing officially. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good enough. That's enough things.
1: <laughs> were you
0: like me when you first saw the
1: track list to this album and were like, is this a song about Paps Blue Ribbon and this is going to be a Dan I like drinking song? Or at the time I thought a
0: Matt I like drinking and partying song. Anytime there is a goofy ass pun for a track title, you gotta think that it's a Matt song, or there's a chance that it's an uninspired dance song. Uh huh. I had because we've been doing this podcast as you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio, and I mean every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. I think this is episode 150. It is. We got the pale blue ribbon this week, my friend. We did it. Put it up on your wall next to your bold blue ribbon. Mm-hmm. I feel sometimes when we open this podcast, as you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where I feel like kind of kind of like the guy who uh, asks the question of the voice of itchy and scratchy about the physical impossibility that occurred on the cartoon. That's mm. what I feel like when I'm like, well, this Alkaline trio song. But I had to listen to the song a lot of times and it bugs me.
1: Yeah, I mean, anyone who is uh listened to the other 149 episodes of this podcast though realistically maybe just the last hundred since this record was announced and came out and all that (laughs) shit knows that I am not a big fan of Dan's contributions to this record. And this song is one of those reasons. Um, and you know, now that we're kind of, we don't have a lot of songs left. We've, we've made it through so many, uh, we talked about a really good shining example of a late era Alkaline Trio song last week. The title track is This Thing Cursed.
0: Definitely a much uh, more vibrant Blue Ribbon for that song. Yes.
1: And this is the opposite of that. And I think there, there are two Dan songs on this record that I've kind of always pointed to as being like really... Just like effortless, and I mean that in a way where he put in no effort, <laughs> um, <laughs> not in a way that like it came out really naturally and sounded good. Um, and it's little help in this one, both because I feel like li- they're both his kind of like more up tempo punk songs on the record, and I think they both suffer from the same thing of just feeling really generic, and they feel like a punk band writing a late era song like just like oh we've got to write a punk song because we're a punk band and we're 45 here you go
0: and that's kind of what you get and i don't like it yes i think it does pale in comparison to the song is this thing cursed (laughs) i don't get it the crowd goes wild Um, um yeah i i'm with you this song it's it's two minutes long. It feels like it's three and a half minutes long. It doesn't really say anything other than boy, life it can really knock you down, but uh-huh. get back up. But you better appreciate it because it also goes by fast.
1: That's sure like, does. that's that's the real crux of this. Um you know, and, and here's the thing too, is right off the bat. He's mixing metaphors, which like bugs me in songs so much. Like, I again, this makes me feel like the itchy and scratchy guy or like comic book guy or just like any fucking nerd who's like, Well, in issue 47, it says he can see through time, but in issue 563, he can see backwards in time. And that, like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to kind of be that guy. I hate that he's using like. Using the racing metaphor with, like, the pale blue ribbon, like, to me, just, you know, brings to mind, like, horse racing or any type of racing (laughs) Mm -hmm. where a a blue ribbon is the award for coming in first. But then he's immediately going into, like, running off to first base. And it's like, what is this? Like, there's no bases in (laughs) racing. Like, what are you doing, my guy? And I just, it's a quote William Shatner and Henry Rollins. I can't get behind that.
0: I think that it's pretty obvious what happens here. You got a coach of the track and field team. And we got a a 400 meter, quarter mile. And this participant, the U of this song, Mm -hmm. just goes straight at the first curve over to the baseball diamond where another game is going on. Mm. A baseball game. And the coach is like oh, what is this? I'm coaching high school track and field here. I'm not coaching T-ball anymore where the kids run the wrong way. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna reach to a
1: song that is one of my least favorite songs in the history of music. Um by a little band from Australia. Called ACDC. Uh, and it's a song that has always bugged me for a similar reason. Because the first line is... The first two lines was... She was a fast machine. She kept her motor clean. Next two lines. The best damn woman that I've ever seen. You just said she was a fucking car. <laughs> like, why abandon it this quickly? And that's kind of my beef here with our pal Dan. Who usually... Um, He can be a little, uh, you know, overly sweet, come off a little bit like a wife guy uh, in some of his songs, but it never really bugs me too much. I think it's usually pretty genuine. I think his lyrics, as we talked about with like, In My Stomach, can be really good, even in this late era. And this is just so generic. It's sung to this like, kind of open-ended you, uh, and it just, you know... It doesn't really do anything. It's like, who is this for, man? Like, are you trying? Like, this feels like a song you would write for like your daughter to tell mm-hmm. her to, like, slow down, enjoy life, and don't compare yourself to others. A message I fully support. But your audience is guys in their thirties uh, and maybe some people younger than that. Uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know why that is needed here. Uh, um, I don't know if, if you're considering like. Who this message is going to most likely be hitting? Um, This one's
0: for the ladies.
1: Yeah, this one's for one lady Uh. in particular. (laughs) Um, And I don't know. It's just like, lyrically, I don't feel like it's doing much of anything, which is like its own kind of complaint. But musically, it is, I mean, it's like an adult paint by numbers punk rock song to me where it's just like fast drum beat fill in the box Mm that doesn't really deviate or change much fill in the box like kind of like and I feel like this is the thing too it's like when when the older punk bands like are like we're not going to use distortion we're just going to do like jangly like open chord strumming it's like "Mm -mm, not a great play my guy (laughs) Uh, sounds a little bit a little bit too jaunty uh in my opinion you're really getting into folky uh flogging molly territory for me um and then the like lead that is, it does nothing it's disconnected from what is happening behind it it's just yeah. it feels very messy
0: it's a it's a fine lead it's a it's yeah. a cool lead but like a lead is naturally cool it's a lead yes. guitar um but i'm I'm with you. It moves you know at a pace that's like, all right gonna gonna drink some coffee and record this one um, but it kind of just like stays, and Dan's vocal line kind of just like goes over mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's it it is interesting the way that like he sings it because you get the sense that it doesn't really matter how fast the music underneath it is it could be a lot slower and he'd sing it the exact same way yes um and yeah it's I I have a real aversion to the idea of like a game face. And mm-hmm. to see it come up, but you know, oh, it's a war face. Now we're at war. No yeah. longer are we. No longer is this just a game. No longer is this just a a fifty meter dash. We are at war. Mm-hmm. So let me see that war face. I love that Bob Knight clip. Of, uh, never once in my coaching career have I used the term game face. What's a game face anyway? Yeah, I game mean, faces.
1: I mean, that's the thing. It's just like, I don't know. These are such like low hanging fruit metaphors that like, it's just really, I mean, it just feels really uninspired. And to your point, like this song could be three and a half minutes if it was slowed down and he would not need to change his vocal delivery or pacing at all mm-hmm. uh and i think that's kind of what bugs me about this one is it just sounds like no two elements of their song are actually interacting with one another it just feels like shit on top of other shit it's just like lay down a drum part lay down a guitar part lay down a lead the bass feels buried in the song to me um and doesn't feel all that notable And then just slap vocals on top. It's just the most like layering shit in garage band without it actually sounding like there's any harmony between Mm. any elements. And that stuff always like kind of trips me up because I feel like, you know, as we talked about some of the best songs on this record are the ones that feel like, all right, they were in a room and they were like making decisions about how these things were going to work. Like, and like, to compare it to Is This Thing Curse, which I think is a very dynamic song. Mm-hmm. And this one is just so static from beginning to end where like by the end of it, it's it's only two minutes. And I think that's one of the only good things I can say about it is that it's just it's pretty brief. Like it doesn't yeah. take up a lot of space on the record, but that's what makes it feel like a filler track to me. Like it has really no utility on the album in the spot it's in on the album in, in between the material it's in on the record like mm-hmm. it just feels like the most like throwaway track um to me like there's there's songs i might like a little less than this one in terms of like having more of a viscerally negative reaction to them mm-hmm. but i can't think of one that like really on any of their recent records that feels more purposeless than this like this just feels so listless and nothing and I that's the type of material that gets me mad because I'm just like why even do
0: this don't put it out right and it's it's like yeah thank you for not like just doing a bridge and doing the chorus again and then adding that you know slightly that slave variation of of a chorus you know to just add all of the extra information that we get out of uh at this rate you'll get there before i do like yeah get where man like is that a bad like i don't i don't know isn't it good do you want to win the race like do you (laughs)
1: I just, I don't understand the fucking song really at all is, is really what this one boils down to on so many levels where I'm just like, I don't know what it's about and I don't necessarily need to know what a song is about to really like it. Um, but generally speaking, if I don't immediately be like, Oh, this is about X, Y, or Z, I can usually look at the lyrics. I'd say I'm like mildly sharp, like butter knife sharp. And as long as like, you know, the butter's warm, I can cut through and find the meaning of the thing. This one, it's just I, I just don't feel like there's any purpose of it. Like, at least little help, which I don't like. Uh I don't know. It's he's just trying to have fun and like whatever. Like, I'm mm. not gonna be too mad about him just trying to goof off and write uh I'm I want a party song even though I'm old. Fine. Whatever. Um But this is just like Again, I don't know what it's about. The more you read into it, the more it just really reveals itself to really have nothing going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where it was like, when I listened to this the first time in preparation, it kind of blew past me. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't like it. But what I can say is it doesn't overstay its welcome. At least it's economical. But then digging into it more and more, I just found more shit I didn't like. And it made me like it less and less. So I was like, I need to stop looking at the thing. Like... This is becoming very unrewarding to me, yeah, and that's usually not a great place to
0: work from um I mean, it's like you know there's there's good messaging in there, like sure, slow down, like what do you got where do you gotta be um but that shit's been said so many times, and that's why he's gotta use so many, just try hard metaphors for this where it's like all right how do i quickly uh just touch on the uh the fucking balance that is being a person oh yeah scars will fade hey no they that's not true like look at this fucking thing on my belly where's that that's not gonna fade
1: yeah, unless you're uh, applying a topical cream every day, like, you know, there's some effort involved in the thing. Yeah. And scars, and,
0: scars know, for the, like, non-threatening injuries, those will fade. Oh, cool. The shit that... <laughs> yeah. It's like, ooh, I fell down and scraped my knee.
1: Um, you know, maybe I've been looking at this all wrong, Tim, and, and, and I'm going to maybe have to go back on everything I said. But what if... What if this is a song where Dan's acknowledging, you know what, like, I can't write a better song than this other guy who wrote about the same subject so i put in that much effort i'll just lean back take it slow take it easy maybe take it sleazy you know Mm -hmm. and uh just write a little track and and not compare myself to others and you know what yeah we, we shouldn't be comparing art in this way but uh unless that was the uh unless this song was like the the form of the song was trying to match the intention of what he's saying. Mm, I don't really know if it works all that well cuz it feels like you did not spend more than 8 minutes
0: thinking yeah. about what it's about or writing lyrics to it. Also, why is the beat so fast if you want us to slow down like come on. Yeah, I mean
1: <laughs> real bad synergy there. I will also say I think there's a bad performance from Derek. Uh, it feels like he's on autopilot from beginning to end. Well, because he doesn't
0: like need to be there.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like this is a song where it just sounds like they like record like he recorded a demo of it with the drums at a tempo. And it was like, ah, I kind of like that feel. Just keep it locked in. And like mm-hmm. there's little moments where he's like doing some cymbal work that tries to stick out. But like it's also not like because the the main like rhythm guitar track and lead don't really lock into one another. He can't really like play off any of that. And again, mm-hmm. I felt like the bass was pretty, it is not really notable in the song. Um, it just kind of feels like there's nothing for him to do aside from like, all right, uh going to put two minutes on my watch and then play the beat for two minutes. And we're done here. Like, yeah. that's kind of what it feels like to me. Um, and I, I don't really love songs like that. Uh, personally like I, I've always I've never been big on the very like you can play fast music and have fast punk and hardcore songs and metal songs but like I like them because the drums tend to do stuff the rhythm tends to shift there tends to be a dynamic uh, push and pull that is all but lost here and it just feels like he kind of puts it into gear like puts it on cruise control and then they get there when they get there and you know, even the fact that, like, I can be kind of a sucker for the way the song ends with Dan letting that uh last word kind of hang after the music stops. Mm-hmm. But I think that just goes back to your earlier point that, like, it just feels like almost accidental. It doesn't feel intentional at all. It doesn't feel like that part's framed up because I feel like the song kind of ends more on a dead stop and then he's just spilling over it yeah. a little bit like it. I don't know, there's something about it that just feels like they're trying to add color to something and add, like, a kind of just, like, excitement to a song that doesn't inherently have it in its DNA. And I think it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's like Charlie Brown decorating the dead tree on Christmas. It's just like, okay,
0: this is futile. <laughs> I feel like... um one positive is that I think the harmonies are really good in the chorus. You hear all three of them singing, which is kind of a, a rare thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matt and Derek are both hitting cool spots with their harmonies. Um, I think like this song has a good economy for the track listing, just being mm-hmm. between Sweet Vampire's... And Goodbye, Fire Island, which I think also kind of works to the point of lyrics don't seem to be too fussed over and neither does the music. So if this song is intended specifically to give us, you know, the middle of the album, Ripper. Yeah, it it accomplished that, but gave us very little.
1: Yeah, I mean... I think it's that, I think it's like, you know, when we've talked about, when we talked about Good Morning and like a song like Donner Party mm-hmm. um, or Fatal Years, which like are similar, but I think there's more happening in those tracks. And because yeah. I think those are the closest I can compare this to. Um, maybe some of the My Shame is True, goofier Matt songs, but I feel like again... I think that the, what makes those songs at least, even if they're not great, at least pop a little more is there's a lot of dynamic shifting from verse to chorus to bridge. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's just like some level of like trying to do something a little more big. You know, Yeah. if he's just writing dumb, goofy songs, he's going to try and make them really catchy and he's going to make them kind of elevate or whatever. And this is just so kind of boilerplate. And like I've I've said it before and i guess i will say it again it's just like i think this is dan's probably weakest record um that i can think of in terms of contributions like you know us talking about like the My james true stuff like maybe some of his songs on that record aren't my favorite but the broken wing ep really elevates it like mm-hmm. you know this addiction has fine which i think is a really good unique song for them like You know, in my stomach, and like, do you want to know off agony and irony? Like, even on their bad records, he's usually still capable to sneak in. You know, if he's only getting four songs on the record, two or three will be pretty good. Um, And this is the only one where I really don't feel that way. Um, You know, I feel like Little Help and this are both pretty forgettable and lacking. I feel like Stay is okay. Um, Stay! Yeah, I mean, like, it's just, again, all these songs to me, just, I can hear him writing them and playing them on acoustic guitar, and, Mm -hmm. like, just because of the strumming pattern, and I think we see that even on the latest EP with his song Radio Violence, which has a very similar feel. I just feel like there's a lot of Dan, like, you know, he's not, he wants to change his songwriting up a bit, which I am all for. Mm -hmm. I'm all for evolution and expansion upon what you do but i feel like he then tries to figure out how to push it back on the alkaline true and we wind up with songs like this where it's like yeah this song might have been better served just him and an acoustic guitar maybe like a lap steel or a slide or some shit which is i think where he kind of operates from these days um and instead we get like you know just this very like hodgepodge alkaline trio song of like well this is kind of punk but it's kind of not and it's kind of i don't know introspective but also about horse racing uh and baseball and war and you know it's just like i don't i don't know and i'm sure this is a very frustrating (laughs) episode to listen to for all of our fine listeners but man this is one that just frustrates me, and there's are so... When I hear a song like this, it just really sticks in my craw because I'm like, you know what you could do on this 13-track record? Put on a 12-track record. For real. Pretty easy decision.
0: For real. um, Yeah, cut this track just like you cut the instrumental in between.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just... With shit like that, it's just like, you know, if you're trying to write a punk song, cool. Um you know, there aren't a lot of great 40 minute punk records. So why not make it a 32 minute one? You know, it's just like, there are simple things that I feel like are lost. Like, I feel like when the band gets really beholden to like, well, that's not enough material. We need more. It needs to be longer. It's like, well, you're doing that. And then like trying to be like the most like generic punk rock band to fill in that time. And it's just like, that's not helping anybody. It's not doing anything for anyone. And this is one of those where because they didn't tour much on this, is this thing cursed? I'm very curious what material from this record is going to stay in the set list years down the line. Um, yeah, just because, you know, I, I've been thinking about that a lot, about a lot of bands who have put out records and not toured on them in the past year. Some probably going to be putting out two, you know, like yeah. given all this. Um, and I just wonder like, what some of these mid to deep level album cuts like if they'll ever even really be played live by them you know i feel like there's going to be a lot of material from this that just kind of fades away pretty quickly just because of that you know and uh i hope they keep the good ones around i would i wouldn't mind seeing that but you know this will help sweet vampires all those mm, crystalline mm, maybe get rid of them that's all i'm saying boys
0: What do you rate this one? 1.5. I'm going to give it a 2. Yeah. For the number of minutes.
1: Hmm. You know, that should have been my metric. As they hit two minutes exactly, I should give them two stars exactly. But, you know, that would require them putting an effort, and I don't feel like doing that either. Damn.
0: As you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio, every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song, This week, it was pale blue ribbon, and you know what? We might not have had the best time with the song itself, but we had a good time talking about it. I hope you had a good time listening to it, because I just complained for a long time. But we do it because we have fun, and it's a great way to hang out and see each other once a week. Friends that we are friends that we will always be till the very end. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash as you were. We invite you to go on over and check that out. If you want to hear us talk a uh, long form about things that we like a little bit more than this song, we also give the folks over there the opportunity to vote on the songs that we talk about each week, not each week, but no, every, every few, every few weeks. Um, Either way, we will be back next week. We look forward to it. we we'll invite you to join us. We'll see you then. Thank you, friends.